guys, uh, welcome back to uh, Brian and Lance doing their 31. <laughs> we we decided on 31 nights of horror. Is that correct? Yeah, it's it's interchangeable. I guess it depends on if you're in the holiday season. You say 31 nights of Halloween, which kind of doesn't make sense to me because it's not Halloween every night. Yes, indeed. But you know what? Every day in October is Halloween, right? Yeah, if we want to make it so. Um, so we've done we've done fourteen so far, Brian. I think we got eight the first go round, and then six. So um, I'm sure you're way ahead of me, but I'm up to eight. So we're gonna do like fifteen through twenty two tonight. Uh, fifteen through twenty two. Uh, I think I'm there. Yeah. Got it. Yep. All right. Well, as as usual, man. Um, you want to kick it off? Yeah, um, this one I'll run through real quick, uh, uh, very quick, because uh, we reviewed it for the show, and that is Halloween Kills. Ah, you're cheating a little bit now. Yeah, I had to throw it in there. I couldn't <laughs> find nothing that I wanted well, to watch that day, uh, but I, I still enjoy it. It's uh, definitely got has the fans uh, divided. But I think um, for for a bridge movie, a movie that's connecting a beginning and an end, I think it's fine. And uh, it, the title gave us what I wanted because he killed a whole bunch of people in that movie. Yeah, I was listening to the League of Geeks talk about it yesterday. I did a really long commute, dude, to go to Austin to help uh-huh. my mom with stuff. As everybody who knows that heard our horrible recording quality um when i'm out there in the middle of nowhere i can barely get a signal but um yeah listen to them talk about it and uh they said there were 28 kills in the movie did you know that yeah uh highest in uh any halloween movie all right so uh thumbs up right yep thumbs up and steve sean over at the league geeks dune was an amazing movie I don't give a fuck what you say. Still love you guys, though. Yeah, differences of opinion, man. That's what keeps us going, right? Yeah, they thought Dune was highly boring. Uh-oh. That's interesting. I haven't heard too many negative uh, reviews about that movie at this point. Yeah, I mean, of course, you know, they, they said the visuals were, were great. But they... I, I think if you don't really know the story and no part of the world that you're getting into. I think you can find it a little boring, but I, I thought the pacing was great. But, you know, if you want to hear our thoughts on that, listen to the last episode. Yep. All right. Well, uh, my number 15, I would say, uh, run, don't walk away from this piece of shit. Um, I'm a huge fan of the Muppets, man. Uh... And I was so excited so excited to show the new uh, the new Muppets Haunted House to, to the granddaughter. Uh, or Haunted Mansion, excuse me. Muppets Haunted Mansion. This thing ended up being a one-hour-long advertisement for Disney's Haunted Mansion attraction with no heart, <laughs> no heart to it at all. Horrible acting. Um, it, the Muppets just weren't the Muppets because you know how they tend to be pretty... Not necessarily risque. I mean, yeah. we're not. No. <laughs> it's not like um, you know, Team America, World Police, or anything like that. But they can they can get a little bit more adult oriented, where mm-hmm. you know the jokes are at least funny. 
there was nothing funny about this piece of shit. Um, not a bottom ten. It wasn't that bad. Um, but uh, have, have you? It's on Disney Plus. So if you've got it, you're gonna have it available anyway. But have you? Uh, you check this one out. It, it's on the docket. Uh, I haven't got a chance to it. When I was younger, you know, big fan of the Muppets. You know, my favorite movie was uh, Muppets Take Manhattan. Great, great movies, man. But I just kind of felt like since they kind of came back, yeah, they just haven't been the same. Very soft, right? Yeah. Uh, so. All right, let's move on quickly. <laughs> all right, my number 16 is a Friday the 13th fan film called Jason's Rising. Uh, it's a little under an hour. Ah. I believe the same guy that plays Jason is uh, from Jason or excuse me. I don't know what I'm talking about. The the guy that plays Jason is the same guy that played Jason in the Never Hike Alone movies. Uh, that was a big uh, fan favorite, man. Yeah. Uh, this one, a uh, straightforward story, kind of okay. uh, some uh, criminals kind of are break out of, I can't remember if they broke out of prison or a prison bus, but they're kind of running through the woods and the, the marshals are marshals are after them and uh-huh. uh, of course you know, it's not the best place to be in, especially when you're near Camp Crystal Lake so uh, so pretty. it's uh, prisoners that escape out of a prison bus only to be slaughtered, is that what it is? Yeah, pretty much, well Jason just sounds interesting know, He's equal opportunity. He slaughters anybody. And mm-hmm. uh, I, if anybody hasn't seen it, I won't say anything. But uh, somebody from the original, one of the original movies pops up in here. Ah, so, okay. Uh, good fan film. Uh, decent kills in there. Story was kind of straightforward, but, you know, it's uh, barely an hour. So I'm and guessing it, I'm guessing it's on YouTube, right? Yep. Uh Go to the Horror Returns Facebook group and uh, put the link in there. Also on the main uh, Facebook page. So anybody right. can check, wants to check it out, check out Jason's Rising. J- Jason's Rising? Jason Rising. Sorry. Jason Rising. Um, might add that to the list, man. I watched that Never Hike Alone. Um, probably wasn't as impressed as you and, and Nez were. But uh, hey, man, I'll give it a shot. Yep, got and got my Blu-ray for Never Hike Alone in the Snow because oh I, I I donated to the the Kickstarter or GoFundMe or whatever it was. Very nice, dude. That's yep. uh, support up and coming filmmakers because uh, me and that. me and Nez have watched a lot of short films and Lance. Okay. I can tell you that nowadays short films are they are movie quality stuff like there's a lot of great filmmakers out there all right i'm gonna check it out um so the next one i guess we're on 16 uh started watching a movie dude the copy that i had was so bad um i'm glad we're talking about this because now i believe it's on hulu now but we tried to watch uh gaia Ah. And um, does that movie switch from English to German, or was just my copy that way? Uh, like while they're talking. Uh, yeah, it does. Because um, ah, okay. I, I, I've seen well, it once. It's been a while, but I, I thought uh, it was a, in a different language at one point, and then everybody started speaking English. 
<laughs> well, the um, the copy that I that I had access to did not have subtitles, so I think if I rewatched it on Hulu with subtitles, we should be fine. Mm-hmm. So scratch that. Hopefully that'll be on the next list. But uh, I went with an old favorite, man. The original. Uh, the the man who is a daywalker because uh. he's a vampire, but he can walk he can walk the earth during the day, and he kicks ass and takes names. And I'm, of course, I'm talking about Blade. I remember this movie so vividly because, if you'll recall, this came out at a time we didn't have. Uh, Nez is always talking about how these kids are spoiled these days with all the superhero movies and Star oh, Wars. They, you know, Disney they, they are. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't quite that way in the '90s. So when Blade came out, and it was actually a literal R-rated, full, full-on bloodbath with. F bombs all over the place, man. I was just in heaven. Yeah, they um they when they talk about movies that kick started the, the comic book movie craze, uh, a lot of people go with X Men, but uh mm-hmm. Blade Blade came out before then. Man, AJ enjoyed it too. And um yeah, I mean you gotta forgive the older, you know, special effects a little bit. Could certainly be be redone as it as it is going to be redone, from what I understand. With yeah, I'm sure much better effects. But uh, from what I'm hearing, we might get that movie a little bit sooner than we thought. I'm fine with that, man. I'm ready. I'm ready for the new Blade. Um, and if Wesley Snipes doesn't at least show up in it, I'm going to be extremely disappointed. He has to have a cameo. But uh, the the guy that got to play Blade, Mahershala Ali, he's a amazing actor. Well, see, that's what scares me a little bit is he's almost too serious of an actor, at least in the, the roles that I've seen him in. And I'm mm-hmm. I'm hoping he can pull off the the badass and still keep the wisecracks in there like Wesley Snipes with the one liners. Yeah, I thought I, I mean, he didn't have one liners, but I thought he played a good villain in uh, what was it? Uh, Luke Cage. Yeah, he w- he was good in Luke Cage. Um, he does a lot of art house stuff. Seems like he does a lot of indie indie mm-hmm. movies, which which is a good thing. I mean, that's a the sign of a person that that is picking and choosing the roles they want to play. So, always got respect for that. But uh, yeah, dude, to wash the taste of the Muppets out of my mouth uh, from <laughs> that uh, haunted mansion, uh, Blade was just the ticket. All right, uh, my next one here on the list is a movie. I'm sad to say, I, I know it's got like a cult following, but it just it took me now to watch it, and that is Lake Mungo. <laughs> not not Lake Eden. Nope. Not Lake Placid. Nope. So what is Lake Mungo? Lake Mungo is a movie. It's shot documentary style. So uh, it, it kind of has okay. a realistic feel okay. to it. It's about a girl that goes missing. I believe people think she drowned in a lake. Okay. And the family starts to experience things and see things. And like, uh, there, I, I'm not going to spoil it, even though the movie came out mm-hmm. like a while ago. Uh, there's one scene <laughs> where the, I think he's the brother in the family. He sets up a camera in the in the house at night and then lets it film all night and then one night uh something kind of walks across the hallway and he he kind of freeze frames it and it's the the sister ouch sounds like paranormal activity all over again 
No, um, it actually it kind of gave me creepy vibes. I yeah. think it I think it was the the documentary style because it almost felt like it was not a movie. Oh, interesting. All right. And so what do you it, are you recommending I, it? Yeah, I recommend it. Um, if you're looking for jump scares or like you said, a paranormal activity type movie, this is not it. It's basically a family trying to figure out what happened to their daughter, why'd she disappear? You know, I guess, you know, she was acting a little strange the days before she disappeared and they just start to notice that when they take videos or photos that there, there's a, there's a figure kind of in the background somewhere. And like there, there was a photo taken and they kind of zoom in on the photo and and it looks like her just kind of standing there. Oh, wow. What a trip. Yeah. So, but like I said, if you're looking for jump scares and what paranormal activity type shit, then this is not for you. Not, Not the one, huh? All right, Lake Mungo. Um, yep. Maybe I, think, I will add it to my list of lake movies. I think it's on Amazon Prime. I think. Well, that's a that's certainly a plus right there. All right, so uh, I guess a recommend for that. For my next movie, I went to the uh, theater to check this one out. Unfortunately, it was relegated to the smallest screen in the theater, so it was kind of just like watching it on a big screen TV, but that's fine. Um, But uh, have you heard of this new movie called Lamb? Yeah, I think I've heard of it. It's a Norwegian film, I believe. Yeah, Norwegian kind of art housey A24 film. Yeah, and it's... um, it's kind of on the it, it, for me it was kind of on the you know more good than bad side of A24 but it definitely it wasn't up there with you know like hereditary or something like that mm. um it was definitely very odd um without without giving spoilers away i can say that it's this uh couple um and they give a little bit of their backstory but they don't say it outright but you can kind of surmise that they lost a child Okay. So they're living out in this beautiful countryside where they're where they're living, and they do a lot of really nice photography of the mountains around them and stuff like that. Um, but they have a <laughs> they breed lambs, and they, <laughs> they just see them both look at this um, baby lamb. There, there's like a scene where they're birthing uh, the babies and like helping the mothers w- along with them. And they look down and then they look at each other and you're like, what the fuck's going on here? Next thing you know, the lamb is dressed up as a baby living in their house. <laughs> They're carrying it around and it's a lamb with like one human hand <laughs> and then three hooves. And then things get really weird when the guys, uh, it's a husband and wife, when his brother shows up to stay with him. Um, I guess I'd give it a soft recommend. It's not... Um, I really, really wanted to see it just because I wanted to know what the fuck it was possibly about. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's not its not like a top ten or anything, man. It's oh, unfortunately okay. not on that, that upper echelon, for me at least, of A24. But, uh, you know, lush photography, pretty good acting, pretty good little family story there. But um, and, and a little bit, you know, one of those movies that's kind of quiet until the last five minutes and then it goes a little bit batshit crazy. So if you're into that, check it out. Not not a bad movie. Cool. 
All right, number 18. All right, we got the Chucky. Re- not, oh, and it's not a reboot series, continuation series. Yes. Sci-fi. Oh, then yeah. Then we got the Day of the Dead series from Sci-Fi. <laughs> That's right. I'm going to talk about the movie they did, and that is Slumber Party Massacre. They rebooted this movie for sci-fi. Oh, is that where Slumber Party Massacre is? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm kind of in the middle of whether I liked it or hated it. Okay. I'm also in the middle of should I recommend it or should I not recommend it? Because <laughs> I think there was some faults here because of it being on sci-fi. I felt uh, compared to what I've seen on Chucky in the Day of the Dead series, mm-hmm. I kind of felt like they went a little soft in this movie at points. Oh, it's a shame. Why would they do that? I I don't know, but there was some comedic moments to it that I kind of I kind of had a laugh at because they take certain okay. tropes and right. topics and they kind of flip it in a comedic way where. The women are there to kill the the driller killer, and there is in another cabin a group of men, real kind of douchey bro dude type guys, and they're there to save them, but the guys are just kind of like, well, we don't need help, we're men, you know, and, Uh you know, it's just, it's stuff they kind of flip in a comedic way, like, they're telling them, don't run out there into the woods, and the guy, one of the guys is like, well, I have to, it's my, the toxic masculinity in me just says I have to run out there and be a Brian, they did not use that line in the movie. Yeah, they did, and it's just kind of, but they do it in a comedic, kind of, to make fun of it. Well... I don't know. It sounds like it might have some promise. Yeah, I, I just was kind of let down by the kills. I mean, there there's some kills where you you see what's happening. Yeah, but then I there's mean, a lot a lot of kills where they kind of cut away. As long as it doesn't take itself too seriously, I could probably get into it. Yeah, it's completely cheesy, but it's <laughs> it's cheese that I I believe that's what they were going for. Okay. So they knew what they were doing, you think, huh? Yeah, this is definitely when they All were right. rebooting this. They weren't were going to make a serious movie, and it's definitely not a certain Christmas movie that we watched. Well, I'll give it a shot. I, I'm I'm glad you told me where it is. I didn't. Uh, I knew it was out because I heard somebody talk about it, but I didn't know if it was streaming. And uh, I, I have to rewatch the original one. I don't remember the the driller killer kind of sounding. Kind of the way he talked was kind of comical. Because there was one girl right before he he used his drill on her. He was like, I love you. Mm-hmm. I was like, did you sound like that in the original one? Oh, that's But sounds- even, though, even the guy that was playing the driller killer, like the way he was playing it, like he was mm-hmm. being goofy on purpose, like trying to be overly like menacing and serious, but in okay. a way that I felt was like they were trying to be comedic about it. Well, man, you're not selling it too hard, but uh, <laughs> it's, you know, I've got sci-fi, so I've, I I will watch it. I'll stream it. I'll check yeah, it out. It's it's uh, it's um, on sci-fi. If you want to see a bunch of bro dudes and dude bros or whatever, kind of get it. Uh, kind of bothers me that you say they don't have a lot of gore in it, though. No. I mean, there, there was there was one good kill. That I, maybe, I I'll maybe, yeah. maybe I'll pass. Maybe I'll pass. 
Yeah, that's that's what, like I said, Lance. That's why I'm kind of in the middle. Part of me wants to recommend it just because of the cheesiness, but mm-hmm. another part of me is like, ah, this is kind of bad and kind of because I I kind of like the first episode of Day of the Dead, and I, I'm definitely on board for Chucky, so I was a little mm-hmm. let down by this. This was all like in the same week that they released all these three well, things. That's that's a good that's a good sign, man. That's yeah. A good sign. And sci-fi, don't cancel any of these shows. Let them let them build an audience. And because Lance, we we've talked about the sci-fi shows they fucking cancel when they shouldn't have. Yeah, they don't seem to give give shows much of a chance on sci-fi, do they? No. I mean, they lost the Expanse to Amazon, right? Yeah, uh, Blood Drive got canceled. And that was a good show. Oh, that's right. After one season. Uh, what was that one? Uh, shit, I'm blanking on it. It was yeah, like an ant. Amazing. Uh, what was it? Channel Zero. I know oh, that, I know that had did. a that had a big following. Okay, they and gave they it. Canceled, they canceled that too after okay. like a couple. I think after the third season. Well, they sounds like a we see a pattern emerging here, huh? Yeah, and then what was? Let's hope for the best. There was a com- a show based on a comic book with like high school kids that were being trained as assassins that I really thought was a good show. And they canceled that. Yeah. They canceled that after one season. Jesus Christ, man. I mean, with as many streaming services as there are out there, you would think somebody's going to pick some of this stuff up, right? Yeah. And I think they, they're the ones that passed on the tremor series. Well, let's, let's hope for the best, man. We'll hope for the best, right? Yeah. Um, speaking of the polar opposite of the best, (laughs) Once again, Brian, um, as I continue to watch movies, your prediction about the um, uh, fuck Escape Room Two <laughs> out of my top ten being shoved aside brutally might might come true because I watched the movie that you and Philip reviewed that I missed that week, and I should have kept it that way, um, starring Megan because oh, as gosh. everyone knows, <laughs> it's Jeff. What's his name? Is Jeffrey Dean Martin? Morgan. Morgan. See, I don't even Dean know the motherfucker. He's just vegan now. Rest in peace, Dean Martin. Um, good God, the unholy was bad. Oh gosh, <laughs> uh, this was like beginning of the year that it came out. Ugh, that's rough stuff, man. When he. It, uh, it, it kind of it had me in the trailer. The the whole stuff with the with with the Virgin Mary. Oh, she was man. like healing people, but I thought it was a good idea. But then ugh, the movie's just fucking boring. Oh yeah, it could have been a great a great movie, right? Great idea yeah. for a movie. Yeah, the making people think uh, this girl has the power healing people, and could have went like completely different with it. But no, they didn't. Man, everything was just so set up. You know what I mean? Like, so mm-hmm. he goes out there. He's this struggling what is he a reporter or photographer or something like that for like yeah he goes out like weekly world news type reporter scumbag type yeah like the night flyer a little bit yeah definitely he goes out there and literally creates the problem (laughs) that results in this girl being possessed and even if they had just not called it the unholy maybe they should have called it you know mother mary or something like that right and then maybe we might not have known what was going to happen from the very beginning and 
you know, maybe been been at least fooled by it. But yeah, uh, this looks like something that Jeffrey Dean Morgan filmed when he had like a week <laughs> off of The Walking Dead or something. Cell phone. This is trash. Definitely bottom ten, man. What 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 else are we talking about tonight? Uh, number nineteen is a complete uh, pass on this one. Uh-oh. It is, uh, I believe it came out this year, and it's called Behemoth. I've heard it. I almost saw that. So you said, don't bother. Oh, it's boring. It's boring. Oh, yeah. The effects are bad. Uh, you'll probably most likely not recognize anybody in the cast. Oh, man. But essentially, it's this guy. He's trying to, he's going after this company because uh, some kind of chemicals affected his daughter and she's like got cancer and dying oh no so not even so bad it's good then yeah he ends up kidnapping like one of the head guys and he's trying to get them to kind of fucking tell you know what they're doing there why are these chemicals hurting people and oh boy he kind of gets involved in a kind of hellish situation as i can put it the people he's messing with are kind of Uh uh-huh so we have, a, we have a pattern going here. Bad demonic movies, huh? Yeah, it it's just... And there there was an effect... Uh, the effects of the monster, there's a couple monsters in here that they if the effects were better, I might have gave it a little bit more credit, but they were just completely okay. CGI trash. Oh, that's terrible. Well, so it's a pass. Oh, it's a hard pass. Okay, behemoth hard pass. All right, I'm... We'll move on to my next one. Um, got got a got a first time watch here, man. But I've heard a lot of good things about this being a cult classic. I uh, was in the mood for a little Vincent Price, so we checked out the Abominable Doctor Fibes. Nice. Have you ever seen it? Uh, no, I'm I'm thinking about going on a deep dive of Vincent Price movies because I just picked up on Blu-ray. Um, what is it called? Where is it? Uh, the The Mask of of Red Death. Yes. Uh, right, uh, right. Stuff he worked on with Roger Corman, right? Yes. For the most yes. part. So, yeah, I'm definitely interested to hear what you're saying about this one because it, it's also on the list of mine. Oh, man. This was the absolute um, opposite of what I thought I was going to get, man. I thought it was going to be just like an old school, you know, kind of a corny horror movie. Um let me put it to you this way. You've, you've pretty much got to at least get green for this one. Oh, okay. Period. End of story. Not a problem. Um, it, as a matter of fact, I was so convinced that uh, Vincent Price and everyone else on the crew had to have been tripping on acid um, that I went and did a little research. Come to find out, um, Vincent Price has a uh, historical reference as being the first person to uh, drop acid uh, in a, in a movie scene, and it was in 1958's The Tingler. Uh, so I wouldn't be a bit surprised if this guy was tripping balls the whole the whole movie. Um, strong recommend, by the way. Um, whether you're sober like we were, or you know, tripping your tripping your your brain out, <laughs> mm. or or at least just I think at least a little bit of smoke would be perfect for this one. Um, well, I am doing all 31 uh, first-time watches, so uh-huh. maybe this will show up on uh, the next show. 
Well, then I'm not going to give anything away. I'm not going to give you any spoilers, but um, lots of lush colors, um, great characters, and uh, he really is abominable. And uh, Dr. Fives was kind of like the original Jigsaw because oh. he would set these uh, traps up for people, and I'm like, holy shit, if Saw didn't steal that almost directly. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you're going to enjoy it, man. I really do. And I do have some nice cookies here. Some, uh, what are they <laughs> called? Uh, snickerdoobies. <laughs> it's a great... Okay, you got to put it on the list, man. You're gonna, you're gonna love it. I promise you. All right, uh, then we'll talk. We'll talk about it next, next time. Then. Very nice. All right, number twenty, uh, new Netflix release, uh, vampire movie called Night Teeth. I've been mean, waiting to hear about this one. Okay, Night Teeth. Nothing special when it comes to the vampire stuff. Stuff we've seen before. But I will say I like the world they created because essentially vampires have been around and people have had – this is kind of underground stuff. It's not like publicly known. Okay. But uh, humans and vampires have had a truce and they're kind of set up in Los Angeles like kind of gangs, like different territories run by different humans and vampires. And on this night – Somebody, I'm not going to spoil it, somebody tries to take out all these kind of leaders and break the truce and take over yeah. Los Angeles. Very stylish movie. Uh, all right, I'm a... gory. Yeah, I'm a, I'm, a suck, I'm a sucker for that kind of storyline. You've, ar- you've already got me. Yeah. Um, beautiful women in here, of course. you got to have beautiful women when you talk about vampire movies. Well, sure. Um... I, I like the cast for uh, yeah I like pretty much the entire cast nobody I, I would say was bad in it um, kind of straightforward story you know you don't really need to get into it and think about it a lot uh, I will say this though if anybody knew that Megan Fox was in it and was gonna watch this for Megan Fox you're gonna be disappointed uh, she barely shows up huh she, I don't know if uh, she just happened to be in town when she, <laughs> him, her and Machine Gun Kelly were out to dinner and somebody called her and was like, can you stop by and film a scene for like five minutes? <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> and, I mean, uh, she looks good as a vampire elder because I think that I think that's the role she plays. She's like one of the top ones okay. in her I territory. Can- yeah, I can, I can, I can buy that, man. Um, but, and uh, looks, looks like Theon Greyjoy shows up in it as well, huh? Yeah, he's a vampire and he's, a, he's an asshole again. So, oh, I'm gonna check this out. You got not, me. not as bad totally as an out. asshole as John Wick. He's not killing puppies or anything, but right. Okay, well, I'm in, dude. I, uh, I'm looking through the cast here. I am totally in on this one. Yeah, and the the two uh, main uh, vampire women, uh, they're they're kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't mind no. hanging out with them. I mean, uh, I, I would because is... they'd probably kill me at the end of the night. But yeah, but but oh, what a night! Yeah, definitely. All right. Well, this is one I know AJ will watch with me, so that's that that that's helpful too. Yeah, and I'm trying to think: was there anything too risque that maybe the girls can't watch? But I, I think it'll be fine. All right. Well, it's it's going on to the list, man. 
I was just waiting to hear your review because vampire movies can be hit or miss. Yeah, it's. I'm not going to say it's great, but. Okay. You check it out. Worth the watch. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right, we're up to number 20 then. So next on my list is uh, sometimes top 10 at the end of the year comes from some very strange places. For example, uh, I was blown away last year that Uncle Peckerhead <laughs> ended up on my top 10. That's a great um, name for a movie. Uh, it's a great movie, man. <laughs> this is one. Of, this is another one of those little indie uh, movies on Shutter. That's I, I, it's headed for the top ten, I think, man. So, have you seen Slacks yet? Yeah, I've seen it. Uh, I saw it earlier this year. I loved it. The killer pants, dude. And then it actually had a backstory that made sense. And it had it had and a message in there too. It it did. It had a lot of messages in there. And um, I always love it when those um, you know people that are so pretentious get killed off, like. Mm-hmm. For example, uh, the well, the one that we didn't like too much, the Velvet Buzzsaw or whatever, and obviously Ugh. this year's this year's Candyman had a lot of that. So it's it's always fun to watch these pretentious creeps get killed off. So yeah. highly highly recommend Slacks. I don't want to give too much away, but it's it's killer blue jeans. That's all you yeah. And when you go into it, don't don't take it too seriously. I mean, there is a, a serious <laughs> message in there, but the movie is not to. I don't think it's made to be like take it seriously. So oh, de- def- definitely watch Slacks, but do not watch uh, the Killer Sofa. <laughs> I had so much fun watching Slacks. I I was completely blown away with how much I enjoyed it. Nice. Uh, well, moving on to number twenty one. Um, it's kind of an older movie, but I have not seen it, and I also found it on Shutter, and that is Nina Forever. Hmm. Uh, essentially, a guy and a girl meet. They kind of like each other on the first night where they're about to have sex. Uh, his dead girlfriend appears by coming out of the bed. I think I've seen this, man. This sounds really familiar. It's uh, labeled as a horror comedy, but I would also okay. put, I would throw drama in there because there's a little bit of dramatic scenes in there. Because it's his it's his dead girlfriend that died in a car crash, but every time okay. every time him and his new girlfriend make love, like she the way she up. yeah the way she appears is like they're on the bed doing their business, and then uh-huh. the, the the sheets start to get stained with blood, like soaked <laughs> with blood, and then she Yikes. comes up through the bed. And they realize because he he keeps trying to tell her he was you know what do you want? Huh. We're we're broken up, and she was just she right? keeps telling him just because I died don't mean we broke up. Oh, <laughs> and it gets to the point. Yeah, it gets to the point where because the the other girlfriend is just basically you're not gonna you're not gonna scare me you're not gonna you're not gonna chase me away, and it gets to the point where she yeah. starts showing up without them having sex and kind of ah, tormenting okay. the other girl. And uh, I thought it was an interesting movie. Um, I, I definitely can see those three labels in it, the the horror, comedy, drama, because I, I mm-hmm. think it was a good mixture of it. And a lot of, a lot of sexy time in here. So ah, okay. it's not for the kids. So, all right, I got you then. Nina forever, but... Uh... Not not with the young ones then. Yeah, I think uh, I think Shutter yeah. or AMC Plus. All right, 
Well, uh, I, again, it sounds vaguely familiar, but um, if I did see it, I, I don't remember it too much. But that that subplot seems to make sense. It yeah, seems, it sounds familiar. I think when it came out, there was a lot of talk about it. Um, I yeah. think it was a few years ago, though. Ah, maybe, maybe I just heard about it then. All right, uh, your next one. Uh, my next one, I went really fucking trippy, dude. Uh, have you ever heard of uh, the Japanese movie House or Houseu? Yes, it is actually on my list because I've heard a lot, a lot of crazy <laughs> um, shit about it. I'm saying absolutely nothing about it, then, man. I'll tell you in the very first scene, you get uh, what is the what is up with this Japanese fascination with schoolgirls in school uniforms? I couldn't tell you. It, it it seems to pop up in a lot of movies. It does strike me as a bit creepy. But um, that being said, you know, th- this movie has influenced a lot of haunted house movies that we've seen that sort of have a mixture of comedy and, uh, you know, I guess sort of like a mixture of comedy. I, I want to say comedy and horror, but it's hard to even really call it horror. Because there's some, you know, kind of horrific images, but they're all done completely tongue in cheek. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, man. May, may, it may have influenced uh, the Evil Dead a little bit. I don't know. Um, mm. It's kind of hard to describe. It's it, you just got to see it. I, I'm not going to say anything else. Um, it is streaming on HBO Max. Oh, nice. Then, uh, yep, we'll table it for uh, next time then, because I'm throwing it on the list. All right. All right, my next one, and I believe, uh, no, not that one. That is another movie that might make my bottom ten. And that is Burial Ground Massacre. <laughs> bottom ten, huh? I, I don't want to spend a whole bunch of time talking about this. All okay. I'm really going to say is I didn't know uh, Michael Madsen was Native American. Oh no! And are you kidding me? I'm Lance. This movie was so fucking. Basically, this guy he's kind of he's supposed to be Native American. I'm assuming. Okay. But while he's killing people, because he's he's trying to get a, a, a an artifact back, and uh, these uh, kind of rich people own it. They kind of built their house on uh, sacred uh, Native American land. And they and they kept some of the artifacts kind of as like, you know, on their in their uh, office on a shelf, kind of like mementos or souvenirs or whatever. So and the parents leave and the, the, the teenage he's supposed to be teenage and okay. son has friends over and they're partying and basically they just all get picked off one by one. He's trying to get this ring back. While he has the mask on, it's a completely different person playing a killer. I had to look it up. Um, okay. I'm not too familiar with the guy. He's a, he's a wrestler. Because I'm I'm watching the guy move around, and I'm like, you're not yeah. built like that Michael Madsen. That ain't Michael Madsen. Yeah, <laughs> you're you're okay. you look like you're kind of built like you can like really yeah. like take somebody on. And the only time uh, Michael Madsen's doing the voiceover as the guy's talking. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, he takes his mask off and it's Michael Madsen. And you see the oh. body type. you like, oh, that really is Michael Madsen. Oh, but, oh my God. Does this have shades of that Kevin Bacon movie, the very first one we ever reviewed? 
I'd rather watch that one than this again. You've got to be kidding me. That uh, one. I almost have to watch this then. Okay, Burial Ground Massacre. Yeah, it it it's it's out there. Uh, huh. It's complete. I'm not. It's know, nonsense, well, and it's already. <laughs> Lance, okay. I looked it up. Uh-huh. They've already filmed a sequel, and not only Michael Madsen returns, but they got Tom Sizemore on the cast. I thought he was dead. I thought he died of a drug overdose or something. Well, they must have revived him for this role because <laughs> I I almost want to watch the sequel yeah. just because uh, I'm not trying to make fun of anybody, but it just kind of seems like Michael Madsen and Tom Sizemore are kind of train wrecks now, and for them to be in the same movie together. I may I may have to watch this, dude. I may have to watch this if it's that bad. I may oh, I just. It, if we if we did a commentary on it, we would just be okay. laughing and ripping this movie apart. Hmm. Well. Okay. Well, let's. It, I. I. I'm not counting it out, man. I'm not counting it out. But I think for the sheer ridiculousness of it, it is in my top ten as of right now, or bottom ten as of. Oh, right now. top ten. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Woo. Not top ten. I lost uh, my mind there right. for a second. So we're going to round it out tonight. That was your number 22, right? Yes, sir. All right. So mine was a movie that I thought was going to, I thought I was going to enjoy it a lot more than I did because I loved the premise. It's these evil trick-or-treaters, and it's called Hellions. Have you seen it? No. Heard of it, though. Uh, It's on Shudder, but don't waste your time. Well, we're, we're not closing this episode out good, are we? Nah, it's it's not it's not good, man. It, I, I don't think it would have been a bottom ten. I it came out a couple of years ago. It, it wouldn't have been a bottom ten, but it's it's just very meh. Mm. And um, man, all the things that these kids could have could have done to make it, you know, kind of like um, not really a horror comedy, but at least added some personality to it. But instead, you've got this terrible. I don't know, man, some sort of a supernatural storyline, but they don't really explain to you what's supernatural about it or why the kids are supernatural. It doesn't make a lot of sense, man. I, I would I would pass on Hellions. All right. Let's hope for better luck uh, when we talk next week, man. Yeah, because my, my next one is... Uh, I'll kind of spoil it now. Uh, we did an interview with uh, the lovely uh, Deborah Voorhees. Yes, and, uh, yes. Her her movie fanboy. Yep, came out, and uh, that'll be the next one on uh, next episode. I talk about. Looking forward to, to hearing about that. So, uh, I guess until our next thirty-one days continues, we'll <laughs> good day, good night, or whatever, right? Yep. <laughs>